Hello everyone, my name is Vernisa. Hey y'all, this is Jen. And this is our podcast. Speak, Speak up. up. What's up, Jen? Hey girl. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Glad we made it to episode 18 on the Good News Radio. Woo woo. Almost at 20. Yes, time is flying. For those of you that don't know, me and Jen are best friends and we create this podcast to use our voices to motivate people to overcome life challenges through self-love and respect. That's right. If you don't know, self-love and respect are two core values we hold near and dear to our hearts. Yeah, but before we get started, how was your week, Jen? My week was pretty good. I'm glad it's Thursday. I feel like I say that every week although it's been hot but you know it's been a good week how's yours my week is pretty good Did a little workout today so i'm feeling good i'm excited about tonight's episode though me too so you know we got some uh, special guests in the building um you know from the good news family you know we like to collaborate and bring everybody on so we want to give a warm welcome to courtside radio we got michael alex and bruce Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, so, Shalom. Hey, they don't even know yet, but we actually changing the, the name of the show to Michael and hey, Corsair. Oh, oh, it's time to push You're already Spare getting started. Uh, <laughs> We've been but, on for what, like a minute? <laughs> this boy barely know how to work just, the board. He would be lost. Hey, this is David Ruffin and Temptations. That's exactly what it is. But, oh, my uh, God. Michael to PG, man, Corsair Radio um, with, with my guys. Y'all got it. Why do you say the same introduction every time, regardless of shows that we're on? You do it the same way on our own show. Hello, people ladies don't get and gentlemen. Used to it. I'm Alex Himes. Good to see y'all. I'm the minority in the room, as pointed out by everyone else whoa, on the whoa, show. So. Whoa. Hey. Juneteenth, baby. Juneteenth coming Juneteenth. up. You already know it's Bruce Corsai live in the building. Appreciate y'all, ladies, for having us on today. And I'm not on the boards today, but I know y'all hear them jams. Yes, we are going. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's always a party with Speak Up. For real, they firing (laughs) us up today. I ain't ready. Oh, Speak Up. Speak Up. That's right. Welcome, y'all, for real. We're excited to have you on here. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes. It's a pleasure. But it's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this uh, this crossover episode. Uh, You ladies talk about some dope things that people need to hear. And... uh, I'm excited about what we're going to talk about, so let's do it. Yeah, so before we get deep into the episode, uh, what made you guys start your show? Like, Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your show, and shout it out. Oh, uh, Corsair Radio, we are live every uh, Monday, Thursday, um, 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Um, we started the show because I was like, man, I want to start a show, and I need some uh, some guys to like you know do voiceover in the background. And uh, we started Corsair right now. Uh, Bruce, wow. uh, you got it, Bruce. This guy. Bruce, I think you was here before me, right, Bruce? Nah. Same day? Nah, second day. Oh, okay. So I knew Danny, who was the one who started all of this yep. when we were at Studio One. And I also knew Mike, like, prior to our show, who is now in Tennessee. Yeah, shout out, Mike. But, uh, yeah, of course, man. Shout yeah. out, Mike. Hopefully he calls in. Yeah. But um, I happened to come on, like, day two. They were like, hey, we really like you. Like, come back. Whenever, so I like literally was consistent from that point. So what were we nice. three year and a half, three and a half years? Yeah, in? three and a half years in. Um, a few live shows in the book, and then we recruited this guy. Yeah, then we found um, this other guy on the street somewhere. Yeah. He was lonely. We we saw him. He's, oh yeah, he's a Jewish guy. So we saw him. Like, bro, what type of bins is that? We had never seen it before. He started talking about sports. We said, oh, it sounds like it works out. But uh, hi, <laughs> what's up? Uh, Joining Courtside was a lot of fun. I, I happened to know or meet Michael, you know, during a business venture that we had in the summer of like 2018, and then uh, he invited me to come on the show, and it just became a regular affair doing stuff on the program. And pretty soon, I became a member, and then we just started doing live shows, and things were going on from there. Yep. Ooh, nice. That was a great welcome, in huh? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love how each of you had your own thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, Jim, what is our title for tonight? Today, our episode is called The Real Ones. 
Ooh, the rhythm. Mm. You gotta keep rolling yes. and around you, right? <laughs> I'm all for that. I'm doing my radio <laughs> voice right now. <laughs> That's right. You guys were mentioning before the show that you guys kind of go about the topics of where you are in life and where you are at the time. So I genuinely appreciate tonight's topics because it's actually a very interesting place for myself at this point in my mm. life. So this is this is something I'm very much. Mm, tell, you to. don't have to tell us about that. Woo! <laughs> oh, you're hearing the episode. This got us. Oh, I like that. It made me happy right there. Before we get a little deeper, though, we have another question for you. Though, what makes you guys a sports show different from other sports shows? What What I will say is, first of all, we're we're like we're we're different. Like we're like if rappers were how I look at it I don't know what they're going to say but we're like if rappers were to have a sports podcast but they're not rappers if that makes sense yeah. but we attack it just a whole different way like we we are most of us are from you know South Central Inglewood uh, we got he's from the mean streets of Beverly Hills um, so we're bringing a sports talk with a different type of style because if you want to hear like the technical way you can watch ESPN Fox we give you a different flair the hip hop blasting in the background and we you we make sure we we keep the lingo going that we would use on a typical day because those fans can come and tap in with us and be like okay I, I know exactly what they're talking about so that's what I feel makes us different. I feel like it's just because like you said normally it's a scripted show yeah. when you're watching listening to podcasts watching TV like everybody knows like what the breakdown is going to yeah. be. For us, I feel like we're just a group of friends, almost brothers, that mm-hmm. just sit and talk shit to each other back and forth all day. Yeah. I mean, it came from a point from where at the beginning, we were just yelling and screaming at each other on the mic. <laughs> and then eventually we started, like, you, it's so much growth in our podcast and, like, how, how long we've been doing this. And we're, like, so good. Everybody, like, appreciate Like, man, you guys are really good at this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, after some time, you yeah, know, I would work. hope so, yeah, you know, exactly. but nah, like, I think that's what it is. It's just like, we're so close with each other. We talk each, to each other all day about this. We come to the studio and we just yell at each other about it. So, <laughs> the thing. party continues in the studio, huh? Nah, no lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, the God's honest truth is our show is just so unique from the standpoint of the personalities are so vastly different. You know, everyone has a unique style. Everyone has a different take on life. And we have so many different perspectives that we get to come together and actually do this program, you know? Mm-hmm. Being uh, the upfront, like being the one white guy on the show, I get to experience talking to other sports fans and race not matter whatsoever. And that's the beauty of what sports mm. brings together. Mm-hmm. And th- that's why our group is so unique. I'm a New England sports fan from L.A. I'm a white Jewish kid and we're doing a show and everyone is a Laker fan. Mm-hmm. Everything is completely vastly different. And it, that that's the unique quality. I think our show sets apart from everyone else. I love that. Yeah. Okay, first of all, I got to address something in the chat. Michael, you got a fan page <laughs> in a fan the chat? Page. Yeah. Oh, my OnlyFans yeah, is... Um, <laughs> no, not on here. No, hold up, hold up. No. I'm joking. Fan page? Oh, Mr. Yeah. Captain Gown. Put hats on it. Because your fan page popped up in the chat. <laughs> you lying? It says, Michael makes Corsair different for sure. He's the secret sauce to the show. <laughs> and wow. That, and that's what yep. I didn't want to say it. But the reason the re- what makes our show great is because Michael the PG is on the show, and he is Do you doing this? his thing every every time you listen to him. Take his phone from him, please. It's it's, fi- it's not me. I promise you, that's not me. Hey, but hey. shout out Keep to Michael. Uh, this fan page needs to understand something. I've been with this guy for about eight hours today already. I do another show with him, and we do work outside of here. Trust me. This guy is not someone to have a fan over. <laughs> he knows how big my star is. Uh, One star out of five. So, but shout out Yo to the um, shout out to that that individual. Thank you for tapping in. I hope you following me on Mike Kill the PG Instagram. That's all I gotta say. 
they still going, but all right, we gonna keep it pushing. Um, so since y'all mentioned that you get into pretty heated debates and stuff, what's the most heated debate y'all have had on your show? Mm. And how did you recover from that? <laughs> the like most the heated, question. I will say, it has to be something. Lakers. Uh, now, one time I can't remember what we were talking about. Bruce was hot. What, what were we talking about? Oh, I can't. All I know is when Clipper Darrow was on the show. Oh yeah, it yeah, was that, the whole time. Yeah, that was intense too. Clipper Darrow had us turned up, yeah. but it was something that we were talking about with Bruce, and we were in in here, and he was he was hot. But we was going back and forth. I can't remember the topic though. But we always get mad at Alex because he's a Celtic fan, so he just dumps all of that <laughs> See, nonsense on it's, us it's whenever. It's so funny that you say that because to me, I was gonna say my automatic my automatic answer would have been we've never had any beef on the show. We've never had any argument. See, I'm so used to that side of it being a different fan so of the most hated sports team in LA like oh it's almost goodness. automatic to have uh, tough skin almost you mm-hmm. know that's why I've never considered any of our things beef or never having hey, any type of issue. everything smoke to me so I'm, I'm coming at <laughs> all this you want a mental health podcast <laughs> already come on now probably not the best thing to say on a mental health <laughs> no I know I'm joking I'm joking all love so as, as Jen said the episode is called the real one so What's wrong? Oh no, I'm oh. I'm still reading the chat. Oh, I can't. oh I guess my Kale's <laughs> fan page going up. The chat is not real. But right as I can't. as Jim was saying, the episode is called <laughs> The Real Ones. And um we talking about loyalty, support, genuine friendships, you know, appreciating yourself in a friend you know, pretty appreciate being appreciated in a friendship, you know, having that love reciprocated, you know, that's a big part of self love and inner peace because I feel like who you surround yourself with, that's what matters the most. Because if you're around some fake people or people bringing you down, knocking your mental health down, that ain't for you. You're definitely not gonna grow in that type of environment. So we have a nice episode for y'all today. So we're going to start off with what does loyalty mean to you? Who wants to take this one? Ooh, loyalty. Yeah, we go hard on the show. So go ahead. Man, that's deep. But I will say it's just somebody that has your back through thick and thin. Um, to think, to you know, we always put stuff in terms of sports. So like being a Celtic fan, you know, for so many years they weren't winning. So you see someone like Alex who still ride or die to fight to the end. When the Lakers were down to keep fighting, me being a Kansas City Chief fan, I just continue to be there where I can easily just be a bandwagon fan, what they call them in sports. Uh, I think that it, it, it goes to friendships as well uh, to where um, it's just somebody that's just ride or die. That's how I look at it. Okay. Oh, I like that. And you guys want to take the... I got one. Uh, so I think we did a podcast and we said the same thing where it was like loyalty, I said, goes hand in hand with respect. And I don't always consider loyalty to be like, oh, you only down for me or you stick with me and right. you always with me forever. It's like, if you don't want to do this, tell me. If you want to communicate about it, if you want to talk about it, it's like loyalty is some, it's like when you have so much respect for someone, like you want to tell them it, like exactly what's going on. So mm-hmm. like, it's like, look, this is where I'm at. So you have the loyalty. They ain't here laughing about something. Sorry. <laughs> hey, if y'all knew it, it's so hilarious, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna go say it on the mic. Go ahead. The people on my IG live know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Lo- loyalty, oh though. Kendrick Lamar, man. <laughs> go ahead. We listening. I think for me, it's uh, unwavering, unwavering faith, to be quite frank. Because for me, loyalty is something that when you are... My first instinct with loyalty is you're putting your faith in someone that they are going to be loyal in whatever situation, whether it's just being present in the moments, whether it's being loyal to you on the sense of whatever situation you may be in as a friend, as a lover, whatever it may be. Right. 
that to me is where it really stands strong is it's the unwavering faith in that tie with that individual i like that a lot yeah i like how you all brought different perspectives to that because bruce i like how you said it's not about even just i'm solely committing to you or anything like that it's about like they also hold you accountable they hold you to your shit basically and Mm -hmm. that's how it should be um so keeping this in mind especially y'all being fans of different sports teams and everything how do you keep your relationship balanced on here on the show and then outside of the show uh just making sure that we attacking you know because this is a show you know we look at it like like a job and away from here, like, we're friends, so we try to make sure that we, you know, we're not going to talk about certain things that we would go out and hang out with as friends. So just, like, having that balance. But what makes our show great is because we are friends, so we bring that to the show. So the same way we might talk mess. If y'all were to see our text thread, y'all be like, bro, what is going on? <laughs> you know, and, and that's how we keep the show going. So I, I say that we just, we're friends all around, so it's like the balance is great. Yeah, I mean, in this industry, it's... Talking to microphone, son. Sorry. In this industry, it's kind of like an automatic switch, you know? Like, you're on the show, you know you're going into talking mode about what the fandom is or the respect for the sport Mm -hmm. is, right? That's really all it boils down to. And then once you're off the show, it's you're back to being friendly. And that's really what the understanding is across this industry. I feel like if you go and you see a bunch of different sports podcasts and you have various opinions on there whether it's from player to interviewer or interviewer to show host whatever it may be those people as soon as the show goes off are going to shake hands probably talk a little bit make some jokes Mm -hmm. like that that's just really what the industry brings out in you Mm -hmm. the ability to turn it on and off that's interesting i feel like y'all's show is a little different than ours though because for us our our friendship kind of melts into the show um but we still try to keep that balance obviously of like when it's business time when it's friend time and things like that so we were curious about like how y'all keep that going too and i want to add on to that me and jim prioritize our friendship first Mm -hmm. like we we know the show's gonna come with different things especially like the more you get more into it but we always like so sometimes we're like okay no speak up today is literally just what Mm -hmm. we're doing as best friends and i think that's what makes um the show grow as well yeah for me, I think it's uh, we're men. I'm gonna keep this on. We're men and we're simple. Yes, like we like. There's <laughs> not much to us. Yes no. There's like nothing he, there. Like he we is just sit here over there. Boy. We just talk about whatever is in front of us, and we also understand like when there's other things going on outside, like you go do that. Yeah, you know, like that. and we always support each other in pretty much everything it is, and we try to be there for each other in everything. So like, because nice. like two of our uh, uh, co-hosts. Actually moved, and we were just like, man, go take care of that. We gonna be grinding, yeah. doing. What we Shout do. out to our boy Philip out there, yeah, in France Phillip right France, now. Yeah, he been there for what six months or more. Yeah. Um, and then of course, you know, our guy Mike out of Pappy, uh, he moved to Tennessee. You know, and we just like, man, take care of that. We gonna keep grinding, and when we can, you know, be t- together again, we'll make it happen. But yeah. we all about, you know, t- uh, putting it, the important things first. Yeah, I think I, I, last thing I want to say is like, I know we know we're in here, in this for the long haul. Because normally I'm sure you know Like There's like the No new friends thing mm. Like I've I've only known These men in the last Three years yeah, And started like the show. We are very close mm-hmm. Like we talk Almost every day mm-hmm. And it's not that It's just our podcast And it's like We are just friends mm-hmm. And we found something That like brought us together Which is sports mm-hmm. And we love it yep. So it's like We there for each other uh, And this ugly oh. man Over here in the corner too <laughs> <laughs> no, like, that, that goes Appreciate back you. That goes back To the business thing You know like We really have Our own friendships Outside of this I know that like I end up hanging out With Michael Probably at least Three to four times a week 
right? And a good majority of that is probably at least for more than 11 hours out of that day, right? We see each other all the time. We're talking all the time. Bruce and I, we've hung out a ton outside of courtside. And, you know, we you develop these friendships and it, mm-hmm. it really sets it in stone where the show and what your opinions are at the end of the day are left at the door in terms of friendship. You understand that that does not cross the line or the boundary. I like that. And it's crazy how, like, you can just meet somebody and have, like, the dopest friendship with them. Mm-hmm. I feel like we like to tie history to people. Or I've been through all this with this person as a reason to stay friends with people. But it's crazy how you can meet someone and start a whole business with them and it could be successful. And that's loyalty. Mm-hmm. Woo! Hey, there you go. The <laughs> oh, boy. I'm here for it. <laughs> so, I know there's a lot put in this show together. Like, you know, the games, keeping up with everything. How do you guys divide your task up? Like, for this show, like... Man, to be honest, I do every no. Nah, <laughs> nah, um, we just we you know it's, it's like you always have to whether it's sports, uh, relationships with friends or whoever you're dating. It's about um, roles, you Ooh. know. So we make sure that um, each person has has a role. You know what I'm saying? Like my role is to kind of like you know get the show structure going. Bruce is on the ones and twos all day, every day. It feels awkward when he's not. You know what I'm saying? Because we're so used to him doing it. They killing it. Though. I'm with it. I'm with no, it. No, yeah, they killing it. No, they they dope. Clearly, they listen to course already. Uh, clearly, they still want to play this. It's on right. And uh, you know, and Himes is our guy when it comes to like the visual aspect of it, especially when we have like special events because we want to make sure that people can see what we're doing as well. So just just giving out roles, and I think that that works best for us. Mm. I want to say like it took time. Like it took time Like we all had Like I didn't do the ones And twos at first Like I was just like Frustrated that it was Always not working Because Danny was doing it Yes And I was like Let me get over here And see what's going on And then like I grew with it Like I wasn't this good at it And then like eventually Like the sound was perfect Like the transition was great Like everything was good And then we have like Like me and Michael Have these conversations Like a lot Where it's like What do you think And we talk about Like the guys Like what do you think It's like Okay, this guy's good at this. This mm-hmm. guy's good at that. Like, let's talk about this. And like, it's mm-hmm. because, like I said, we've learned, we've grown with each other, we're starting to understand each other. Because it's not perfect at first, but yep. that loyalty, like, it's just like we we understand each other. So, and everybody like, has strengths. So you're loyal to somebody. We're going to be like, this is this person's strength. So instead of like, man, we're going to kick you off the show because you don't do this. Like, no, we're going to, because we rock with you, we're going to have you do the role that we know you're good at. So this is what you're going to do. Like like I said, it's like a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you have a wife that can't cook, don't have her in the kitchen cooking. You know what I'm saying? That ain't what she do if you're the, if you're the guy who can cook. So have her do the things that she's good at to get the best of that individual. So that's what we try to do. And I think a part of it that we're like uh, kind of overlooking is investment overall right investment and willingness for designation right like Mm -hmm. all of us like we're touching on have specific roles that we're good at and we can maximize to make the best show that we can Mm -hmm. right but also investment how much are we willing to actually put in we put in so much time that we built that loyalty and trust we've also built an established brand we built a fan base that actually appreciates the content Mm -hmm. and that's just all throughout putting in the work over time the investment and that's real i feel like that's what a lot of people miss about loyalty is that trust right in Mm -hmm. that investment that especially working with your friends on business that's why they say don't mix both of them right because one of them might want it more than the other but when you trust each other and you've been working with each other for so long you're building on that and you're like okay you know i know i can do this with my with my best friend or whichever because even her and i we have been friends for almost 10 years now and it's taken you know some getting used to but then obviously combining like business with 
with it and everything we had to find our groove in letting each other handle certain things and then also just letting each other shine like how you guys were talking mm-hmm. with the, uh, the strengths so obviously she's a DJ she's you know handles all of this part and I handle the visuals um, so it's just awesome like knowing that y'all have incorporated that too because I feel like a lot of people miss that especially when the business part does start becoming a factor into the friendship I agree with that sometimes too stress can stress can hit too so I want to say that too when stress starts to grow how do you guys handle disagreements if any like you know without taking it personal like when it's like oh you know sometimes you guys don't you know I'll tell you how my kill handles it <laughs> he calls me and he says well, what are we doing next how is this going but I, I want to say I also appreciate what they do because they like he was saying they spend so much time together these dudes work like they work all day all night on this like they're always into growing and what's next for them and like what's next for the show like how can we get better so like the stress is like it's always going to be there but I think we have the patience as well and understanding we have to put this work in so mm. yeah. we've been getting there you just you just have to um you realize what you in it for You know what I'm saying And we in it to be great And for the long haul So it's like We expect the ups and downs Of it You know uh, Like I said You can put it Related to so much in life Like a marriage Like it's not gonna Every day is not gonna be Disney um, At Disneyland So you have to deal With the ups and downs Of it um, And that's how We just try to um, To attack it And try to make sure That we just all In, in, in one mind It's always gonna be That one person Who might be giving more Mm-hmm. Than, than the other But just making sure That everybody understands You know Comes back to like Roles and things like that I think for me um, it, It's all based off Of perspective I don't think that We've genuinely had Any issues I don't think that That's actually ever Been the case I think that we've Just had learning experiences like mm-hmm. It's just about Trial and error You know I mean mm-hmm. uh, To be frank Like I'm in my Mid-twenties Just figuring things out Right So It's all trial and error At this point so why doesn't that apply as well to what we're doing as a brand and as a business? Just because things aren't moving as swimmingly or as fast as they are now doesn't mean the tide will slowly pick up as the waterfall dis- uh, declines. Fact. It's just mm-hmm. over time and putting in that work. Well said. And I want to add this too. So I feel like um, a lot of fake for friendships that ain't stable they end up getting into competition with each other. And one thing I like that Jen highlighted was that when in a healthy friendship, you got to be able to let each other shine, like know each other's strength, you know, and value that and allow someone else to step up. And that's okay. Doesn't mean that doesn't make you less than. Um, has there ever been a time where you felt like someone was like trying to be in competition with you or you ever, you know, anything like that? Like someone close to you? As far as on the show, our life. A friend, it could like be a friend. any friend. friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think sometimes when people see from a distance, it might be friends, family, Associates. who like mm-hmm. looking at you and they see that you shining. So they like, shit, I need to be on that. Or sometimes uh, jealousy comes in. Like yeah. I, I saw 50 Cent, like a little uh, quote he had, and he was saying, success comes with that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of been preparing myself to know that, you know, we come from, uh, you know, from LA, you know what I'm saying? We from Born and raised, baby. Born and raised, uh, South Central babies. Um, <laughs> so you understand that once you make it to a certain level, are you doing a certain thing that people are going to start to be jealous and envious? And that's just, it can be that person that was sitting next to you in fourth grade yeah. that you haven't seen since then. That's one that's hating on you now. So I just think that it's something that you have to grow and adjust to. Yeah. Definitely recognize like hate, like in multiple situations. I've had friends. And like, but you always, I feel like I've always known those people. Like, there's always people like, when they act funny, like, I kind of expected it from you. Like, I'm not the one that's like diving blind and like, like, I'm 
very observant of like mm-hmm. people's actions. I've been in a relationship where like I felt like my success or like any happiness I had was like you were jealous of, and it was more like why aren't you happy for me? Like these guys, I want to see these guys succeed. Like whatever I got to do to like help that, like I'm all in for it. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm in a relationship, that's what I want. Like the best for you. If like if like I see like my significant others doing things, like oh well, maybe I should step up too. You know, it's not like oh you're doing things. Oh. Now I gotta do stuff too Like right. oh god Like no, nah, We just gonna be miserable together Like who wants to be <laughs> down All the time Like Facts. come on And we so, all like, have our time to shine Right yeah, Like exactly. we gotta let each other just You do. have runs Like there's yeah. runs Like people go on good runs And then you might have Like a downtime But that's what The other one's there for yeah. you know, That's what your folks around you Are there for Are they like, supposed to be They don't yeah. be there all the time yeah, They but supposed no, to be You want that support Like during the good And the bad You mm-hmm. know I wanna see you win And if you lose Like I got you True. You know like yeah. I'm here so See where that goes. And I would say as a speak up message for people out there who feeling like competitive towards people, transmute that in, into inspiration. You know, there's nothing wrong being inspired by people, but when you get when you have that competitive spirit, it turns into envy, and I think that's the that's when it's not good and it's detrimental for your mental health. I think it's good to be competitive in a but healthy, you, like yeah, a healthy, yeah. healthy way, but like you said, like inspired. It, inspire. Like be inspired by somebody doing great. You don't see a friend make a hundred mil and be like, Oh bro, you No, be like, bro, okay, maybe I won't get to a hundred, maybe I might get to twenty. You know what I'm saying But mm-hmm. a lot of people Are so um, It's just haters It's like Some people just That hateration Grow inside of them yeah. To where they just Start to hate yeah, And I was just saying Like she made me laugh With that competitive spirit thing Because it's like Something I've always said And I think it's because Of sports For yeah, the most sports part got me like, like that. We're like always like that And like yeah. people are like um, in a relationship They're like There's no scoreboard I'm like no There's, there's definitely a yeah, scoreboard In a relationship Like I don't Facts. care Anybody says there's a scoreboard Facts. You, you say there's not There's always a scoreboard Because mm-hmm. if you If you come back And tell me something I didn't do or I did Then that means you were Keeping score at some oh, point shit. Didn't tell me about it So yeah. Okay No no that, that, that is accurate But uh, I was also In a situation Where I felt Where my partner Was constantly telling me I wasn't doing enough Right And I kept thinking that As my own shortcomings In the relationship and then you just come to the realization that clearly this isn't the right situation for you because no matter what your needs are, you're never going to fulfill that for that person. But more importantly, if you're with someone that's constantly making you feel that way, you're going to never feel full enough yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's something that is the most draining factor over time. And I'm thankful for all these experiences overall. And talking about stuff like in regards to the show, you know, as human beings, you know, we've we've always managed to gel and work well together, you know, maximizing on each other's strengths. And there's never really been any animosity towards those relationships. Mm-hmm. Even the probably the closest thing to any type of envy is I see other people on social media in my industry, right, who are clearly doing um the most that they are maximizing with their capabilities at the moment mm-hmm. and they're skyrocketing. And I see that and I have to stop myself and say, that's just fuel for the fire. That's fuel to get mm-hmm. yourself working harder, which in turn, if that gets internalized, you get something like this. You get to have a show, mm-hmm. multiple shows, the ability to work in the industry and actually see these things firsthand and talk about them and get those experiences. Be where you want to be. I don't feel like I work a day in my life. 
That's awesome. And that's the thing, right? There's room for everybody. Like, I don't know where this whole thing came in of like, oh, well, I have to be the best. I have to be the, at the top. Yeah, you can be the best for you, right? You have your own journey. Everybody has their own journey. And we need to remind ourselves of that. And then, first of all, I wouldn't want to have what somebody else has. Like, I have my own life. I have my own things. I have my own qualities. Why would I want to bring somebody else's life just so I can be, quote unquote, better than them? Like, that doesn't make me better than them. That actually makes me insecure, right? If you're actually trying to one up somebody all the time. So, I like that you guys bring this up because yeah like even in sports and competitiveness and all that stuff i'm sorry you can be at the top but there's always going to be someone better but that's but that's the issue of our industry though like we're constantly on social media right for what we do for sports in particular you're looking at highlights you're posting reactions you're doing everything you can Mm -hmm. so all you're stuck doing is looking at that and it's that syndrome you know it's what you see isn't necessarily reality what's going on on the screen that you are trying to compete with in your mind and also take advantage of for your business isn't matching to what reality is right so we get this kind of imposter syndrome and it's hard to separate yourself from that Mm -hmm. until you have that realization and you actually work on it and i think too when you're so caught up in trying to compare yourself to others you lose your identity you don't even know who you are and Mm -hmm. what you want you know and i think that that's when it becomes a problem i think too while you're working towards um, what you want in life, you have to um, support the pe- support your friends in mm-hmm. the meantime. Because, like you guys said, it may not be your season, but that's okay. You still show that love and support. And then when it comes to you, you know that, that love is reciprocated and it comes back. And something beautiful about that. I, I think there's there's one word that that describes this, uh, especially here in um, United States. It's called capitalism. Oh Lord, here you we know what I'm saying? Go ahead. So everybody is they they raise us and taught us to be competitive, even like in the school system. It's like, all right, so you got your board with the A students, the Bs, the Cs. So it it teaches you like, damn, I'm on the Cs. Oh, man, I want to beat this person who got an A on this. So that kind of like like molded that into us. But if we were to really look at it, like if we can get everybody to win, it would be like a utopia damn near. You know what I'm saying? But people just always are going to hate. You know, And you can see that that's affected also marriage, too. They've Mm -hmm. managed the government has managed to monetize marriage and Mm -hmm. also utilize it in a capitalist way. Like people now get together and seek relationships sometimes for the advantages, disadvantages, whatever it may be. Getting married for whether it's publicity stunts like what you saw with Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys, like stuff like that. They've managed to turn the one thing that we as humans have an innate emotion for into money and that's the scariest part Damn. Yeah, money do be ruling some stuff and I think too going off of what Michael said about like school and stuff it even starts in our household with our siblings oh your sister did that your brother did this mm-hmm. and then you got parents even in competition with their kids like mm-hmm. jeal- some parents are jealous of their children you know and things like that and um, I think um, I think sorry that type of love that you receive from home sometimes that follows people too and then they True. end up becoming like that in their friendships and other relationships in their life Agreed. especially when it manifests from the relationship of seeing two parents compete with each other. Mm. And and this is coming from a guy from a divorced household, so watching two parents that are trying in their own way to be the best that they can be, but are unconsciously or subconsciously or even sometimes consciously competing with one another. Yeah. Kids seeing that Yeah, I was absorbing that. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, I feel like with parents, it's a hard thing, right? Because you're literally stuck in the middle of that. And it's like, first of all, who do you choose? And then second of all, even if you choose, you still end up losing because it's like one parent's always going to feel like, oh, well, I did this for you. I did that for you. Um, Yeah, family's a a touch. That's that's a cold thing. The the worst part is the indecisiveness. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the syndrome that you can also suffer from. Mm -hmm. Because you're stuck in the middle, you become indecisive because either all the decisions are made for you, Mm -hmm. right? 
or you've never been given the say. And those are two mm-hmm. different, vastly different things. One can be assumed that you never had to make decisions and then at some point you were given the ability to and you never did mm-hmm. or you were never able to in the first place. Oh, have to, everything he says, I'm I know. Like, tuck it in. <laughs> so going on support and stuff. So how do you guys support each other outside of your show? I don't support them, man. I don't, I don't really, really like. I, don't really like that. I really don't. And nah. they ask me, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> no, just, just it starts just first of all, just checking in. You know, just tapping in, making sure you know everybody is good. Uh, being a listening ear, just in case you know something going on through life. Uh, like I said, we have our text thread where we talk about a lot, a lot of different things. Um, and then when we when we see each other, we chopping it up before the show. Then it's showtime, and then we chopping it up after the mm-hmm. show. So just having that communication away from uh, just doing the work together. I think um, I think communication is big, man. Communication, comprehension, uh, my two C words. Keith know about them. Um, they're they're big time, and that if you can have those uh, with each other, that it goes it goes a long way. So that's how I think we uh, help each other out and support each other. No, I know, like for sure. Like I'll say, like I went through a phase, like I went through a breakup. I would say. I guess fairly recently, but it's been a while now. But they were there for me, like mm-hmm. as brothers, like, and it was like, just oh, Bruce, how you doing? Checking in on me. Oh, let's go do this. Like, let's go do that. And it's just like, you know, from this group, like I have friends, of course, that I've known even longer, and like people, but these guys have come around my friends and stuff like that. Like they've been there. Like we all mesh together. We all blend. Together. It's like all worked out well. But like mm-hmm. to see the support that I had from like all aspects was like, yeah, these are good guys. That's cool. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, let me say beforehand that uh, before I go into this one, like um, this is not a slight at any means to my past relationship. But these these two guys, especially like the group of courtside together, were there for me from the moment things started to the coming back together and then breaking up again. You know, that Mm -hmm. cycle of things when you're trying to figure things out for yourself emotionally. And these guys were constantly there giving me advice and also willing to take my calls, go out for drinks with me if I needed to the late nights whatever it was there was never mm. a second doubt of hey I need someone to talk to it was alright we got this or from my father being in the hospital during surgery both mm-hmm. these guys were constantly checking in it's, it goes back to what we talked to about originally it's loyalty mm-hmm. the time spent what you're building upon with these relationships and just the tough times really bring out the best in each one of us because you get to thoroughly examine what humility and empathy are from those closest around you and that's a true test of love and friendship that's real vernice and i call it sharing the ice pack with each other um we actually got it from this birthday card that i got for her but it's we still in that we still in that (laughs) yeah yeah honestly that is so perfect for what we do and we still in the ice pack so let's check in with everybody (laughs) i like that i kind of thought of it as sharing a blunt but like you know that's just you know it's yeah shout out to boosie in the background (laughs) shout out to keith in the background also keep over there cheesing like yeah, I'm sure Keith was there multiple times when Michael was at his place, and I was calling up, and he's like, "What the hell is this guy calling about?" Now? <laughs> and Keith's just sitting there going, "Like, God damn, like, what the hell is going on?" With him? That's funny. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. no, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna change the subject. Are you good? Okay. So, what uh, another good theme in friendships too is um, domination. You know. Um, it's easy to um, for someone to try to dominate the friendship. So one thing with me and Jen, we are very both two strong-minded alpha women, right? But we learn how to find a balance with each other when it comes to like you know the relate like like we don't let one dominate over the other too much. Um, have you guys ever had to go through with time? I kind of I want to say a power trip, but 
something of like how to keep the balance of you, of your strong personalities with each other as friends. Um, oh wait, can I also just say one other thing? I want to bring up uh, Mike, who's not here from the last subject. He was also a major part. He's not here to speak, and he doesn't have any representation, right? But I want him to get his dues because he's a major part of our show. He's a major background of like the background, uh, background emotional backbone of our show. Really, just constantly there for us, whatever it need be and whatever it may be. No, yeah. What's up, Mike? Yeah, what's the deal? <laughs> what's the deal, Mike? Mike? Yeah, and it's just um, say that question one more time. I'm oh, sorry. I, I'm sorry. So, are you guys having like strong minds and stuff? How do you guys keep a balance with like who you know with dominating the friendship? Mm, without you know without someone dominating too much, yeah. These two are very dumb. <laughs> very. They always got something going. They always got something to say. So, like, I think for me, like being like very understanding, patient. I'm always willing to like work mm. with like whatever. And I like I think I just like I said, I'm very observant. I understand how people are, so like, okay, like I know what I'm gonna get from them. So when Mike was like, "We doing this, we doing this, we doing this," I'm like, "Okay, yeah, we're doing it." Like I know when he's on something, mm-hmm. we on it. <laughs> like he's like, "This is what's happening. This is what we're doing. We're going this day. Yeah. Like this is how it's happening." Like, okay, okay. And then Alex is the same way. He's like, uh, "I want to do this. I want to try this. This mm-hmm. is how it's gonna go." And it's like, okay, and like we all have our like good days and bad days and stuff like that. But yeah. I do know, like most of us are gonna sit back. And even Philip, when he was here, yeah, like, yeah. Philip was like, oh, this, yeah, this, yeah. this, you know, like so. I know, like they're gonna lead the charge for the most part. And I'm here, you know, yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm right here and, helping. And that's something I, you know, I respect about my guy Bruce and like Mike is because. They were able to notice the way that me and Alex are as far as being dominant figures. And they were able to take a step back, not meaning that they don't say anything mm-hmm. and just like let them do what they want to do. But they kind of let us figure it out and then be like, all right, so this is what y'all think. Maybe we should do X, Y, and Z. So it kind of lets you, like I said, once again, letting people play their roles. Like, y'all understand we called ourselves the starting five because we really attacked it like a starting five <laughs> for a basketball team to where, you know, I'm, I'm setting guys up. Alex is going to make sure he executes as the shooting guard. Bruce being the center is going to be guys that's holding it down. You know what I'm saying? Our small four, Mike being the shooting guard, he's just going to come on and be himself and do what he do. So it just all worked out, man. So that the fact that people were able to respect roles and let it happen it just makes it so much better. Y'all. It sounds yeah. like y'all have healthy relationships. I mean, I mean, yeah. I got very lucky with this group. Like, let, let me just say, because I was the last one to really join outside of Phil, right? So, being such a dominant personality, which admittedly I am, and I, I like to think I'm humble and yeah, I talk a lot. I'm very opinionated, but uh, it, it was just a real blessing that I got to join a group of guys that were understanding of how each person works. We could figure out how each little piece of the clock comes together to make the shaft work and then ultimately turn the clock and get it going clockwise. Mm. And that's what started happening. We started making the clock move faster and faster and things have just been picking up because we've all kind of understood what each other's roles and what we can do and maximize out of each other in the moments that we need to. I know as well said. That's mm-hmm. not like ours a little. I know. Me and her fight. I don't know. We balance it very well. Our yeah. friendship. I mean, I tend to be the more like quiet, reserved one. But much like Bruce, I'm always observing. I'm always thinking. Always trying to come up with something. Um, but 
Yeah, like we just have that balance of like let's try something, let's do it, and then it yeah, because you can kind of sense that that you're kind of like low key, and you know, Venetia seemed like she just the one always turned up. This is what it's gonna be, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? And that that's what makes y'all fit so well. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we're the yin yang for yeah, real. Right, there yeah. you go. And and it's funny because I think that I'm a very low key person in my personal life, and yet when it comes to my show, just like I was talking about before with the switch, mm-hmm. turning it on, it's like automatically when the show comes on, it's just new life. You're ready to go. You're you're on it but i feel like with sports and debates you got to be a dominant person right like you can't be chilling in the background because bruce i'm sure like you're all in, in front too yeah on. yeah bruce no, can turn up like, no not at all i'm very bruce can turn up now i just have like i'm set in my ways like i, I understand like, like what i'm passionate about like what i'm gonna fight on but like sports is like there's no like we can't. You can like convince someone of like to like someone as a player, but for the most part, like the numbers show. Mm. So it's like it's always there. I love math. Like you know, numbers don't lie. So it's like it's always like if the person's averaging a lot of points or the team is winning a lot of games, like they're good. Mm-hmm. You know. So if you're gonna sit here and tell me the New Orleans Pelicans are a good team when they can't win a game, it's just like go away. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to talk to you. But no, I do like to yell and scream at people about the yeah. Lakers. Yeah, that's Shout part. out to Dre Day in the chat. He actually has a sports podcast. Shout out, tapping in from Brooklyn. Do you guys? Uh, did you guys see the movie Watchmen at all? The superhero movie years ago. Did you? Okay, so I think that of all the characters, you're like Rorschach from that, who was the observer. He was the guy that knew everything about anyone wherever they were. He didn't have any superpowers, but he was the most fearless one out of the bunch. Bruce is the guy that holds it down the fort right for us both literally quite quite literally and also figuratively yeah i call him the dr dre of a uh, radio and podcast i like that he's he's on the ones and twos killing it but he just helps us keep keep that balance you dr. know what I'm right so say if it's like me alex and danny we're having a discussion um bruce will be the common one uh, uh you know I, I think we should go you know we should go ahead and do this you know what i'm saying so you kind of need that uh, with a lot of mad scientists in the room that one person is like nah I think I'm leaning towards this and kind of like alright you know so Bruce does a good job with, with balance uh, him and Mike man like I said because with them um, being more low key that when they do speak it's like you really respect it because it's like alright these guys are usually low key with it so it's time to listen you know like Morty Rick Bird person and Phoenix person, right there. <laughs> I like how you got the. Yeah. Hey, do y'all watch? Yeah, y'all watch Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah. I seen yeah. okay. an episode. Like an episode of it. So I got, oh, a chuckle. I got a chuckle out of it. There uh, we go. <laughs> yeah, that works. So, um, so you know, obviously, friendship is a relationship, right? So one of the main things that fuels a relationship, and I think we, that helps um, helps you keep it healthy, is understanding a person's love language, right? So um, me and Jen had to figure ours out, and I feel like it. it it's crazy because um, we actually have so you know you have the love language that you like to receive and then you have the ones that you give out and stuff but it's crazy because we both have like words of affirmation in common but then I feel like the difference with this is like gift giving and physical touch like as far as like I'm, I'm like a hugger and stuff so have you I would say any of your friendships have you ever like learned something about them or about yourself that like you know um, helped the friendship more of like okay I'm a gift giver they're not person that really into gifts so that you know what I mean yeah. But they like to hug. You know what I'm saying? As far oh, as like dating 100%. or just friendships, period. Any, it could be anything. Yeah, okay. Uh, 
Like I've realized that with myself over the years of friendships and also relationships, I'm very much someone that values time spent. Time spent is the most important thing for me. And I say that because I have friendships with people that uh, I'll talk to maybe once or twice a year. We get on the phone. It's almost like no time has passed. You're catching up. You don't even know what to talk about because you're so caught up in the, oh, I feel like I just saw you moment, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's really the most valuable aspect to me. Learning, you know, time spent um, words of affirmation, of course, for me, because I mean, that's just something as a, uh, I feel like this is a common occurrence with uh, children of divorce. Words of affirmation really are something that need are needed. And that's something that can bring out and draw out the best of an individual. And that's probably the most important thing that I've learned. What else was that? What about y'all? My love language is touch and quality time. I love that. See, look. I love a hug. I love that. He likes to give gifts. I know that. Yes. He loves giving gifts. He's a gift. He'll be like, it's it's the third Tuesday, guys. I got you this. And he'll be like, what? Did you wake up this morning? I got something for you. I see. He's like, whoa. She'll make you a gift. Handmade. Really? Is it that bad? Yeah, low key. Yeah, we get gifts. It's not a bad thing. Like, that's just something you do. Hey, so I can't wait for my Juneteenth gift. <laughs> That's about to be incredible. <laughs> my, my Juneteenth, he might give me something impressive, man. So I, I can't wait. Saturday going to be crazy. Um, but I, I'm the same way. I say quality time. Um, like, you know, when it comes uh, with the mate and then, you know, a touch as well. Um, uh, and when it comes to friends, I guess it's just like uh, time, quality. Uh, Time and then and loyalty, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because you may not be able to kick it with a friend all the time, yeah. But the fact that you know that they're loyal to you, that yeah. you cannot talk to them for a month and you can hit them up and it's all love. Hey man, let's link up. Then y'all have a good time. So I just feel I want to say that I feel like love language is something new in a way that we started to look at, mm-hmm. but it like almost it like it was like wow, like how. Like I didn't know this about myself, right. so now you start to like look deeper into it, looking more at yourself, the other person you're with, and trying to be understanding of like other people. Yeah. So like I'm still learning this, and it's also like when you learn more about this person, you especially mm-hmm. like if you're like you want to give them what they're looking for for the most part, mm-hmm. especially if it's not hard. Like if it's words of affirmation, like telling you you're beautiful every day, like yeah, it's pretty easy. When waking up next to you, you're beautiful. Facts. Like, you know? like, yeah, so if, that's, like, that's real. If that's why we're there, but quality time for sure is something like. If I'm giving my time, it's because I like you. It's because I want to be around you. So like hey, now you hey, get the time. Shout out to the uh, this great prophet. Uh, he calls himself Mister Good News. Um, he he always says, uh, how, "How do you spell uh, love?" T I M E. There you go. I always, hey, I always use that. I like preaching, and, and I always, uh, you know, bring that up because it's real. You think about it, the things that you give the most time to, that's what you really rock with. You know, when it comes to somebody you're talking to, or even like friends, the friends you hang with the most. Those are the people that you really rock with. You know, you can't be all, this is my best friend, and you see them six times a year. You know what I'm saying? Compared to the person that uh, we we see each other like, man, every other weekend or something like that. So that's why for me, time is is so uh, important into like everything, you know, that I do, friendships, uh, dating, and things like that, because it just lets me know, all right, I'm important to you because you're you're offering Mm -hmm. yourself, because you have to sacrifice something to give somebody time. So if you're sacrificing your time, 
same for me I, I know it's real that's it, real yeah and that's the thing we all show love in different ways right so mm-hmm. just because we don't understand somebody's love language it doesn't mean that they're not showing love Facts. so even though it is recent that more people are getting into it I like that because I feel like we're on our way to having healthier relationships and just friendships in general as well mm-hmm. um, before moving into the next question Michael, your fan page is just going crazy in the chat. Um, But I did see Moni is here too. So shout out to Moni. Hey, Hey girl. Um, She said sharing the ice pack. I love that. That was a while back. But um, yeah, Michael, your fan page is. I'm lit. Hey, um, (laughs) Moni, thank you for joining the chat room uh, because they haven't told the world yet, but I'm going to announce it for them. Uh, I will be the third member of Never Not Extra. So um, (laughs) tap in. Make sure y'all show love every Tuesday. We're going to have to change the name to Always Extra. We're going up. Yeah, so. Never not my care. I'm changing my ID. Oh, my goodness. And then adding to healthy friendships. You know, we said the love language. You know, we said um, another thing is communicating with your friends and speaking life into them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, we got to know that we're there for each other, either when times get hard. Because it's not when it rains. Or it's not if it rains, it's when it rains. Mm-hmm. And knowing, yeah, through the goods, we're going to be there. But what about when things get rough? You know, Fact, So yes. that's another thing to add on to that. Yeah. So we have a qu- another question. We're going to jump a little further into the episode. But what do you think is the biggest difference between male friendships and female friendships? Mm. Uh, all right, who wants to go first? I want to know what y'all think first because Ooh, I, I want to hear I, from I the ladies. You two have been friends for over 10 years. Yes, you usually true. don't find women who are close for a long period of time. It usually like falls off. Or I feel like women are friends and they hate each other. Like If you're not together, you just talking shit about V, you talk about, about Jens. It's like, no, like. Not saying you two do that, like, but I've uh, seen situations. It's just like, but those are people that I've seen that are like very unhealthy people. Yeah. You know, like they're toxic. That's people. not real. And it's just like, why are you bagging on somebody that you consider your best friend? Yeah, like that's not okay. Well, so. I want to hear you ladies' answers because I know there's a big difference, and I just want to see what you guys think. What you guys think the difference is? First of all, I think it's crazy how that is the thought about women friendships. Like, oh, I'm surprised women could be, you know, because I think that I think we need more healthier women friends, you know, women friendships. I hate mm-hmm. that t- the TV shows. Oh, we have to be catty. We have to be fighting each other because I met a lot of beautiful, supportive women out there. And I have a lot of stable friendships with different women. So I find it interesting how that is the notion that that yes. is seen to us. Um, I would say one of the biggest differences, though, is that is, is how complex um, mm-hmm. Women, friend, you know, women friendships are. Um, we are, you know, emotion, you know, more emotional, more nurturing in, okay. in, in that way. I think that's one of the biggest difference. I feel like the men friendships I've because I have a lot of homeboys too. I like hanging with dudes. Like I felt like it's, it's more laid back and more on the surface in an aspect. But I feel like with women it is more a little more complex. So I would say that's my biggest difference. Because women be tripping. <laughs> no, y'all oh just God. don't. Y'all, you're not allowed to say that on this yeah. show. Yeah. Hell no. Mute your mic. I, I, told, I told you it was going to be going up. Yeah, yeah. We, we make it. We actually. <laughs> Making shirts, yeah. uh-huh. we making shirts called. Uh, it's gonna say women be tripping. <laughs> no, we, we, hey, we, we tolerate. We no love y'all. We love women. Radio logo on the oh, back. Mm-hmm. Now we love women. We got y'all. Got. It. I hope y'all do. Yeah, of course. For real. Jen, let me hear. It. The biggest difference between male friendships and female friendships, I would say, women talk more. You know, and I'm not saying that to bash us or anything. I'm just saying like we 
analyze our situations a lot more i feel like we get deeper in that aspect in like mm-hmm. helping each other um with different situations whether it's like family you know people we're dating things like that because i feel like we actually sit with each other and we'll talk about the same thing for like an hour and i mean i know guys y'all can sit too and have your discussions but i feel like with women it, it gets way more in there and we help each other we call them hypotheses like when we're trying to come up with different scenarios of like why something may have happened a certain way and things like that um but yeah i would say that's what it is women talk more because i, I was i, I would say that like one you guys said two things the um, emotions i think guys just don't go that that mm-hmm. deep into uh the friendship um because it's like man it's my homie you my homie are you not you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and then um the communication like i think women are more yeah. willing to talk to each other about some of the deeper stuff um and where guys kind of just you know, they might see something wrong and won't really say nothing because, oh, man, it ain't my business. You know what I'm saying? And mm. That's where we're taught to be men anyway. Yeah. So you like you would you really wouldn't share that with your homie. Like, hey, bro, man, I'm depressed. Da, da, da. It's just not a common thing. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I think that guys just kind of um, guys just be cool. They find something that they have in common with somebody and they just like they rock with that. So if it's sports, if it's music, if it's women, um, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you, you, your family whatever, from Texas, my family from Texas it's too. It's whatever commonality points, right? Facts, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, but I think that goes also, it, it's two parts. Like it goes back to societal uh, uh, views on gender norms yeah. that were established early on in this country so that yeah. you kind of keep those norms. The strong male who keeps his mouth shut and deals with everything bottled up versus the stereotypical at the time what was viewed as the female who would be more of the mother mothering figure more emotional mm. that's how it was viewed right yeah. so you kind of blend those two together and those things still stuck uh, mm-hmm. stick in society look you're talking about how it's uh, portrayed on film and cinema right that's a direct correlation to how we were raised as a society Ooh. Mm-hmm. and then talking from like personal experiences with women that have been in my life whether as friends or in the capacity of in relationships right I've dealt with situations where I've been told, you know, I don't have very many female friends because it's competitive mm-hmm. and it's seemingly too extra or quote unquote too extra. And it's like, I've never experienced that myself all, all with, as a guy, you know, there's never a sense of competition. It's you, uh, the competition being, you see what someone has, whether it's a many ro- uh, wide array of topics and you say you want that and you either go the I'm going to work for that and earn it or I'm going to be envious, jealous, and that's going to distort my perception of reality. Mm. Mm. Goes back to that other topic. I want to squeeze this question in real quick, though. Do you think a guy and a girl can be very close friends and still not cross the line? Yes. And yes. be attracted to each other. Alex will say that. Yes. No. Quick no. answers. Okay, quick wait, answers. wait, wait, wait. I'm go- I just want to get this out of the way real quick because this guy is going to change it completely. All right. All right, real quick. Go ahead. I believe that because you can still be aesthetic, you can understand someone's aesthetically attractive, looking and recognizing that they're a beautiful individual, mm-hmm. but not have a sexual attraction to them, whether okay. it's because you mentally don't mesh or because that's just not your physical interest, right? That's real. Yeah, There's I a agree difference in being sexually attracted and also just aesthetically appreciating the beauty of another individual. No, okay. facts. I, like, I, appreciate I think that you can be attracted to somebody's energy, and that's why that person will be Ooh. your friend, mm. even if, um, you know, they. Um, you know don't meet the standards or the type of person that you like that would want to date or do sexual things with but if you're sexually attractive to a person it's hard to I don't think so most men are going to tell you Steve Harvey talked about and everybody tried to bash him Um, I just think that most men 
you know, if you're sexually attracted to someone, that never goes away. So that's always going to be like you're yeah. going to always try to see if you can, you know, jump into yeah. that that bag. I just think it's it depends. Like, it, like every situation is different, but it also taps into like the first question you guys are talking about. Like, why are people like, uh, how are women friends and like men friends? It's like it's honestly like how we have like that like perfect person for us our friends are the same way yeah so sometimes like you're in a relationship that's not good just like a friendship that's not good so mm-hmm. like i was saying with like women that are like going back and forth there's men it's just like you're toxic for each other like you shouldn't yes. be together you guys make bad decisions together like why are you being friends with each other like Facts. this is obviously like not that. good mm-hmm. like you're not talking about anything real you're scared to talk about like what's really going on in your life yeah like this is not a true friend because you're not even open up to this person Facts. but when it comes to uh being attracted to a friend like, like i said it depends on the Sexually situation attractive it depends on the situation like if okay. you enter this and like Right off top It's like Man I'm trying to get that Yeah And then you end up Becoming friends How it's you connect like, is big It's just like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so if it's like A group of friends Like I have Homegirls that I've known 15-20 years You know that we are all And they're beautiful girls yeah, But yeah, like yeah. No attraction yeah. there I just want to see them win right. And I always tell you Like you girls you're beautiful You're great You deserve the best Don't ever take any shit From any dude Ever in life And that's how I tell Every woman It's just like no Like you're great there's somebody there for you. You don't have to deal with bullshit. Yeah, and to, clu- to conclude that question, I think it just goes with respecting the boundary of the friendship. Yes. I think that's what that, that's the healthiest thing anyway. So that you know, we run out of time here on this episode, but we want to kind of get to some wrap up questions. I mean, some wrap some wrap up topics. Honestly, this all relates to self love because you got to have a, you got to have real ones by your side to grow. Mm-hmm. You have to have real ones by your side to live to your fullest potential and to love yourself because mm-hmm. I feel like. The love that you're giving to yourself, it's going to pour into your other relationships and it just becomes this beautiful cycle versus if you're treating yourself bad and you will treat others bad, you will attract more toxic friendships in that aspect. That's right. You learn that the word loyalty actually holds a lot more power than we're giving it also. And you can't just call anyone your friend, right? I feel like we're so quick to just say, oh, this is my friend, this is my person, blah, blah. But we really need to be mindful of what that actually means. Like I place a lot of emphasis on the word friend. So we need to really be watching out like what qualities are we looking for in a person? Are are we a quality friend we had asked that question earlier too in um mm-hmm. for social media so it's just all tying in together right that we can't just be looking at people and assuming they're going to have our back the entire time because not everyone's our taste and you know we can't be everyone's taste uh back and stuff really do get real you really see people's true colors but don't ignore them when that does happen so literally quick 10 second answers what do you guys <laughs> want to be remembered for we like to wrap it up with that one for our guests I think I've learned that people have always told me like don't change be you and like I know that I keep like my friends together I bring people together I just want to be known for being like a loving person like always like honest because I'm brutally honest too with my friends like I'm the one that's going to be the devil's advocate like oh it's like 10 this, this, seconds this. Like, Bruce I'm more done. than 10 seconds he, hey, he took three seconds from What's me. What's up, Michael? I need three of your seconds. Um, no, nah. being time too. Come on, I'll just say like being a loving person and just someone who always looked out for those like um, who went through tough times. That's it. Go ahead, Alex. I want to be. I don't need to be remembered for anything. I want to be able to help make the legacy for others easier as well as helping pave the path for the future generation. Three seconds. That was okay. ooh, that was great, great, great answers right there. Um, we appreciate y'all for tuning in to our episode on the Good News Radio. So before we wrap up, you guys shout you guys' platform out again and the schedule. Uh, so Corsair Radio, uh, TGN Sports, of course, every uh, Monday, Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Make sure y'all tap in. Uh, a lot of great work. Uh, me and Alex, we have Don't At Me. Um, you can find on YouTube. Great, great stuff. 
We're doing our thing, man. So make sure you guys tap in with us. We're gonna have to get y'all on the show. Oh, we'll come. Um, so make sure y'all start studying y'all 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 basketball. For sure. Because um, we need y'all ready to work. Um, any any last words, you two? Okay, sure. Corsair Radio. You can follow me on IG at Bruce Corsair. You know, tap yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Woo. Follow me on IG or everywhere else at Himes LA, otherwise known as Sensei Himes. Oh, See you there. He making up nicknames. Black belt. Calm down, For y'all, son. For y'all down, listeners son. out there, thank y'all. Y'all could ke- uh, check us out on Instagram at SpeakOJV or on Twitter at SpeakOJV. My personal Instagram is at Vernisa. That's V as in Victor, E-R-N-I-S-A. And my personal is at Jen with the flowers. It's spelled exactly the way it sounds. We are here every Thursday at 7 p.m. So tell your friends to download the app and engage in the chat room. We thank y'all again for being on our platform. This was dope. A nice. I wish we could we could have talked longer. So we definitely <laughs> got to be guests on y'all show. For sure. <laughs> but uh Uh, Everyone take care. Have a great evening. See y'all next Thursday at 7 p.m.